0: The award-winning Tennessee Wildcast is on the air with the latest on hunting, fishing, boating, wildlife watching, and all things outdoors. Make welcome your host, drummer and outdoor expert novice, Jason Harmon. Alright, hello everybody
1: and welcome to this edition of Tennessee Wildcast. We're glad you're tuning in. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Uh, we've got a cool show for you today We're Excited to have David Lowry with us He's our outreach coordinator One of our outreach coordinators here at the Tennessee Wildlife Resources Agency And Hank Weldon is on Zoom with us today He's a Bass Nation director And it's all about high school bass fishing And, and bass fishing in general today It's going to be a fun show Don King is helping me shuffle the cards Yeah, this
0: you bet, you bet, Jason Thanks for the invite Looking forward to hearing what the, what the guys are going to tell us About the, the high school bass uh, nation here Yeah, so
1: I, I'm excited too. I'm going to learn a lot today David is, is fairly new to the agency Introduce yourself, David, and tell us who you are and what you do And, and, and then we'll jump on with Hank well, as well
2: Again, I'm David Lowry uh, I am R3 and pro, Project Manager for Outreach For the Outreach and Communications We're, out, we're going out regularly these days to uh, the ponds in the metro areas, trying to bring in new people to fishing. Mm-hmm. So we've got uh, a first catch trailer coming in soon. But we're going out to these ponds and and finding all kinds of people who've never had the opportunity, never had anybody to mentor them, anything like that, to come out and fish. We. Uh, Tuesday there was a lady 38 years old caught her first fish. Awesome. So Mike and I were out there. Of course Mike Parsley our our assistant chief we were out there and she caught that. I, I, we had a guy uh, in the last week or so 70 years old and never really fished. Oh wow. And, and part of me wanted to get him like a lawyer for a lawsuit <laughs> to help him out. I mean if you, you're 70 and you haven't fished that's just awful. But you know we're doing, doing those things with the agency we we're going to work on some hunting things as well uh, just trying to bring new people into the sport of any age of any demographic to also to bring back people in that maybe, mm-hmm. you know, they, they got out, and we want them to come back in and be part of the hunting, fishing, and shooting family.
0: And David, you mentioned the R3. That's recruitment, retention, and reactivation, Exactly. Right? Yeah. So okay. get those
2: new feet new folks in with the recruitment, retain yep. folks, and reactivate folks who have, have left us for whatever reason. We want them back in. But, you know, I kind of wandered into this through my efforts with Bass Nation and Tournament Bass fishing for youth, Uh Uh, and I've been involved in that for quite some time. I got initially involved with a group called the National Bass Fishing Trail, which is an adult and junior organization. I'm still involved with them. Mm -hmm. Uh, Hank and I, my son Hank, and I fish that still. Uh, He just finished fourth. On the adult side in the nationals over at Douglas wow. a couple weeks ago, awesome. First time he'd placed on the adult side. That's he's cool. a former junior national champion with them, so uh, Daddy was real proud again. I mean, he, he's 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 twenty three. He doesn't really want me to gush that much, but uh, but Dad Dad gets emotional about watching watching him do I well. I
0: bet he can talk some smack to you though when he's oh yeah he's, he, uh, on the he gives off.
2: me all kinds yeah. of grief. He's also on the road electrician these days, so you know he's he's learned how to harass people. (laughs) That and all the Army (laughs) reunions I've had. But but the tournament bass fishing through the school side, I got into in 2011 when hank was going into high school and we didn't have a team at the high school and high school fishing had started a year or two before that kind of following on the tails of the college fishing so i got a, a team started at grundy county high school uh so that he'd have the opportunity to chase those scholarships and fish uh-huh. yeah and then in 2014 The gentleman on the screen over there in the crew in Birmingham decided that they were going to get... Bassmaster was going to get into high school fishing, uh, which has been the biggest blessing under the sun because Bassmaster does a a fantastic job. The Bass Nation, uh, you know, uh, we see Hank, but John Stewart's a part of that. John Stewart's the the Bass Nation director, and and Hank will say things about him too. Um, They do a, a great job, and we just all kind of started... Uh, with them in 2014, as they, you know, they got into it, and Hank will talk a lot about that. And um, then in 2016, Hank decided he wanted to draft me to be state high school and youth director. And, um, you know, uh, he um, um, called me up and told me that he was going to recommend me for uh-huh. that. Yeah. And uh, the I said, well... You know, maybe uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> I said my Hank's graduated, or you know, and He said, "Well, I'm only making one recommendation." And I said, "Well, okay, all right, I'll take it." And uh, but I'm going to have a committee, and we did that. And we kind of got rolling there. There's a lot to it, but right. uh, um, but it's it's two kids in a boat, mm-hmm. and it's a adult captain in the boat with them, mm-hmm. and you know the captain drives the boat the kids do not drive the boat up and down the lake the captain drives the boat and the captain coaches them but those two kids fish together as a team uh-huh. and they're fishing for a sack of five fish one sack of five fish for that boat and then they compete against all the other boats that are uh in the tournament mm-hmm. uh we're looking you know i we've got the state high school championship tomorrow and Saturday over at Pickwick, and I think we've got 157 boats in wow. there. Wow. Uh, now, we've had much bigger, t- we've had 230, 240 boat tournaments that are just Tennessee tournaments. Huh. Wow. Uh, you know, I knew in the beginning when I, when I started filling with it that it was going to grow, so we, year one that I had it, we just did a statewide trail and we went to several locations around the state, did uh-huh. seven tournaments, and then did a championship. And then, like I said, I knew it, it, it just couldn't stay like that, so we broke into regions as well. Uh-huh. So now we have five regions as well as the statewide trail. So there's six opportunities, six different trails for those kids to fish and chase a spot to go to the national championship with Hank because okay. they all want to go to the nationals. Sure. You know, just like any other sport, everybody wants to go to the show. Go to the top. And and for the high school kids, it's the national championship that's been held at Kentucky Lake for since the beginning of bass doing it at Paris Landing, and we'll be back there again in October. Of course, COVID's. We're normally there in July or August, uh-huh. but COVID's backed everything up, so we're going in October for that. But. They're all chasing that slot, mm-hmm. and so we'll ha- we have tournaments throughout the year. There's entry fees, just like in a, an adult tournament. We give out scholarship checks, so we uh, we write scholarship checks to the kids at the end of the tournament that have won. Uh, that's to go in their scholarship account. Be it, and we don't care. That's the good, great thing I like about it. It doesn't matter if they're trying to go to UT or trying to go to Auto Diesel College. Sure. They need to buy tools with
0: education. it,
2: education. It's it's to advance their. Education and whatever it is they want to do, we do not discriminate with that money. That's awesome. And uh, you know, they get there's prizes we give away. We've got a lot of wonderful sponsors that are involved with our program uh, that help us with rods and reels and lures and different things to give away. Um, You know, we we the kids that are coming to um, the state championship are going to get free t-shirts, and that helps through sponsorship dollars. Uh so there's a lot of that, mm. and um, uh, we couldn't do it without sponsors. I right. mean, you know, the we all know how it works here too. There's sponsors that help with stuff here. Sure. So um, those kids chase that, and they chase the the big fish like everybody else does, and the parents uh, are heavily involved. You've got you don't just have. Dads that are captains. You got dads, uncles, friends of the family, mamas that are boat captains. Got some moms, huh? Oh yeah, okay, cool. The, the, the beautiful thing about tournament fishing, especially on the school level, be it college down to the elementary school uh-huh. level, it doesn't discriminate. Right. Doesn't care if you're male, female. Mm-hmm. Doesn't care what color you are, what country you came from, what religion you are. Doesn't care if you're, you know, a little pudgy or tall and skinny. <laughs> the fish just either bite your hook or they don't. They care whether you're a good fisherman or not. Yeah. They don't care who you are. And... The best thing to me about high school and, and youth fishing is, if you're on the team, everybody gets to participate. Nobody rides the bench. Right. Right. You get to go fish in the tournament. Now, the sa- it's the same as other sports in the fact that not everybody gets a trophy. Yeah. You got to go out there and perform. Got to
0: compete and 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 win. Right. Yeah.
2: So it's it you know it's not we don't just give stuff away. You you've got to go out there and earn it. You know. We posted uh, yesterday. Uh, kids are chasing the big fish prize for the season and the the big fish was caught in the fall at Dayton yeah. by uh, of, yeah mm-hmm. by one of the kids from Jefferson County and it's a 7.78 fish so wow. if somebody wants to beat that for the year and there's a $500 scholarship check on oh, that and okay. a big trophy for the big fish of the whole year huh. if they want to beat that they got to get me at least a 779 yeah. this <laughs> this tournament so uh, oh wow, you know
1: yeah. uh, he's having internet, internet trouble good. yeah we'll get him while he's good so t- Hank tell us about yourself tell us about bass and,
3: and, and we'll start there you can hear me now yeah, yeah exactly alright we, we switched internet uh Been with bass since 2011. I fished in college. Me and my buddy started the Alabama fishing team in the early uh, or mid-2000s, 2006, right when college was just getting going. Took a job uh, just running the college series before uh, high school. We had junior bass master, but it was nothing like our junior platforms now. And uh, with, uh, I guess you'd call it the success of the college series and high school fishing getting up and going around the country, it morphed into... Uh, manager of all of what we call our youth platforms which is basically if you're college age or younger at bass i oversee all of those uh, platforms there so that's a, a quick broad stroke of my duties here at bass
1: so we've been talking with with david about uh the high school series here in tennessee but but you're over you're over college you're over high school you're over even the youth programs and these fish you're around so you're probably a pretty busy guy
3: <laughs> yeah, it's so kind of a, uh, a unique busy right now with all the COVID shuffle, we like to call it here. But, uh, yeah, you know, it's busy. So <laughs> the, the national tournament season really starts about January and finishes up. We actually would have been at the high school national championship this week. Mm. Uh, but, uh, you know, due to due to like what I call the COVID shuffle, we've uh, pushed everything back to the fall. But, yeah. yeah, then you get through August on a regular year and then you – hit plan mode for the next year and, the um, and you know, getting ready for that, but all that, that's our internal or national events that I oversee, but then you got the whole other uh, side of it. Like what David does as the Tennessee youth director, they're on the ground in each state and we actually have them worldwide. We've got uh, three or four foreign countries now with youth programs um, that go all the way to Australia and South Africa. Um, they're on the ground running their, their in state uh, tournaments that lead to all of our national stuff. So, yeah, you're right. It's a year round. Uh, it's really, you know, you're looking ahead kind of two or three years um, at a time, at certain times, just trying to map out everything for the future. So, it's, it's a fun job. It can be work at times, but uh, uh, I love doing it. And like I'm sure you guys do uh, with your work as well.
1: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Uh, we've talked about, um, you know, a little bit about how the history of this thing got started you started you said you started in college and kind of got that off the ground and then you joined the bass um, masters and, and and started working for them and whatnot but tell us a little bit about the history of how this all got started and how it kind of grew uh,
3: just from college or high school or all the above or? well
1: I mean you know it's it, you've got the college realm you've had that for a right. while but the high schools and then the youth's right. kind of new a little bit newer right right
3: yeah so I mean yeah I, I can give you a brief history of the whole thing yeah you, that'd be awesome what uh, you know, I always worry about going overtime, but <laughs> we're good. 2005, Jerry McKinnis, you all know who, who he was, may your rest in peace, uh, got the idea that he wanted to have a made for TV college fishing event. They had a small lake, they invited five schools that they knew had fishing clubs. Um, to come fish in that event. Stephen F. Austin University out of uh, Eastern Texas, Naganoches, Texas, won that event. Next year they opened it up because all all of us saw it happening. We got really, <laughs> hey, you uh, you can't do an invite-only tournament. We need, right. you know, this should be participation for everybody. Um, so then that got started in 2006. It and then you saw FLW come on board. They got a, a, a college fishing going for their side in 2008, and then uh, in 2011, Bassmaster acquired what Jerry McKinnis started through his production company. Because when Jerry McKinnis and and uh, Don Logan and uh, and uh, Jim Copeland bought bass from ESPN, they also bought. Uh, with their holdings company, uh, Jerry McInnes' production company. So mm. they absorbed that college platform. It was called College Smash Mouth Bass at that point. It had a really cool name. Yeah. And uh, then it rolled under the Bassmaster umbrella, and that's when I came over and uh, started running it. So that's that's how college got going. And then that rocked along for a few years. 2012 was the first time we qualified an angler to go to the Bassmaster Classic. That was Andrew Upshaw from... Uh, Stephen F. Austin, and really, the history is kind of, you know, it's it's it, and we we're often running then with the college program. You know, it's kind of, it's changed through the years with like how we qualify to get to the championship and all that good stuff. But you know, uh, in essence, it was really often running under the Bassmaster umbrella in 2011, and really took a jump start in uh, in 2012. So, and then we saw, you know, the TBF, uh, uh, another organization out there, they were running. Uh, uh, high school fishing tournaments, we're like, this is our next step for our youth platform. So we like, let's do it right. We're going to, we're going to start, but we want to, you know, do our research and, uh, and make sure we're understanding this because we we're going to have to totally scrap our junior program to start our high school platform. Mm-hmm. It's going to, be- a clean slate, start over, and uh, start building it from the ground up, and that's what we did. Um, and uh, in 2014, we actually are—is actually 2013, 2013. My, my years are running together. Oh, that's all now. right. Yeah, we had a small what we call an invitation um, that was in North Alabama on Lake Wheeler, uh, Tennessee River, and uh, and then uh, we rolled it into two invitations the next year with a national championship. Um, which would have been 2014, and then we then it really started picking up steam because the one thing we had that was working for us is we had a lot of high schools that were already out there with fishing teams. Um, you know, back when the college series started in the mid 2000s, there weren't teams. We that that was as big of a... The challenge we had to do, and I was a student at that point, so I wasn't doing it, but we were having to develop the roadmap of how to form a team, Mm. let alone learn how to uh, figure out how to fish with us. So that was the one luxury we had is um, we had high school teams that already existed and we opened up a platform for them to start participating in. Um, And then word of mouth starts taking off and like what I was saying with college, we were mad because we didn't get to compete in uh, that first year. and that's. And kind of what happens with high school hey we want to participate in this mm-hmm. and so we set the criteria with all our youth directors david went around at that point um he came in two years later um and uh but yeah we got running with how we wanted how we felt like it needed to be developed it's changed several times since then but uh um that's kind of a brief history of where that started and then we roll out our junior platform which is basically junior high. It actually goes all the way down to seven years old. Wow, that's Um, good. 16, and now that one's, you know, the next step. So when you turn seven, you have a national or worldwide, really, platform. You can fish under the Bassmaster umbrella until you graduate college. Once you're out of college, then you roll into the Opens or the Nation, and you can really fish it until you're 99, 120, however long (laughs) you live for
1: under Bassmaster, you can do it. It's kind of like the sport of golf. You can swing a golf club all your life. You can throw a fishing rod all your life. You know, it's one of those That's things right. that you can can keep doing and keep doing. One thing that I want to make sure that we hit on, and we've kind of touched on it a little bit while you were trying to get connected, but it's it's a family event. It's a family sport. The it's one thing that you know, the moms and dads are a part of it. They're out driving the boats. They're boat captains. They're they're involved. And I know David tells a story all the time about how he. You know, he didn't want to sit on the the sidelines. He didn't want to be the guy in the bleachers, you know. He wanted to be down there with his son, driving the boat, baiting the hook, and that kind of thing, and you're involved with your kids. So tell us how that affects families. I know it has to.
3: Well, uh, I think it's huge, you know. Oh, sorry. Go 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 ahead, Hank. Well, I was going to say, you know, my perspective was it was adults introing their kids into fishing, right, to them taking them out. But I'll tell you, I'm actually, and David maybe can Attest to this even more. We're actually seeing the reverse. We're seeing kids who have friends in school who are on the fishing team. They've never fished in their life. They want to, or they fish, but their dad hasn't, or they haven't fished at all. And then they're saying, Dad, I want to do this. Dad goes out and gets a boat and takes it up. And he's introduced to fishing. So it's really from both ends of the spectrum. You know, you're you're having people who fished all their lives. You're having, dads who have ever fished or dads who have fished and introducing their kids to fishing and vice versa kids who are learning it from their friends wanting to join the team and dad's taking it up too so I mean I just love that part it's it's introing people to fishing and keeping people in fishing, keeping them interested in it as well.
2: The thing of it for me and and, uh, you guys have heard me say you heard me in the job interview talk about the fact that you know, I've been around sports forever. I'm an old f- high school has-been football player, and I did sports reporting for my county newspaper for 25 years, uh-huh. and cable TV and a little radio and all that stuff, and I covered all those other sports. But, you know, if you take your kid to pitching lessons, you sit over here and your kid's pitch- pitching, mm-hmm. and you're not involved. Now, on the Bassmaster side of things with the school program – you know, the boat captain's not fishing. They're not allowed to fish, but they're allowed to fish with them during practice. And the other organization I talked about, they do get to fish. I mean, you know, Hank and I can fish in the same boat, but we compete against each other in that organization. Okay. So throughout his, his coming up, We were both fishing, and you know, he would net my fish and get excited if I had something good. And if he was ahead of me, he's like, Well, come on, dad, you need to get your five, too. (laughs) Things of that nature. But I got so much one on one time with my child because of tournament fishing. Mm. The month before, or the week before we were taking him to college. Uh, I was struggling with the fact that he was fixed to leave. Daddy's best friend was going to be gone, and I wasn't doing well with it at all. I was having a real hard time. And we'd gone out to the lease that we were on to check our spots and this, that, and the other on the weekend before we are taking him to school. Last spot was his way down a hill. And... You know, I'm like, yeah, I ain't fighting that hill, son. You go ahead. So he gets out of the truck, his truck, pulls his 30 30 off the rack in the back in case there's coyotes. And I watch this grown man walking down the hill. Uh-huh. And of course, I just get pitiful. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just pitiful. And I can't kind of gain my composure before he comes back up the hill, but he gets in the truck. Of course, I know my face is red. He just looks at me, starts half cackling, reaches over and pats me on the back. And he said, you know what, Dad? And I said, what, son? He said, I've had a great childhood. And I attribute that to tournament bass fishing because the amount of time I got to be with him, go to tournaments all over the countryside, you know, week-long events with with NBT and hotel and all that, and now these kids get it with with going to uh, national events with bass. And, of course, all of them, all of them thrive to get to the nationals and hang out with Hank for a week. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's, it's unreal. It's, yeah. it's, it's life-changing to me.
1: Well, I think one thing that we want to make sure we cover, we're going to run out of time, is, is how to be a part of this. We don't want to let that slip by. So no. if somebody wants to be a part of, of the high school bass term or any kind of college, high school, youth, whatever, where do they start? How do they find out about it? How do they start a program? And, Hank, I'll let you take it
3: yeah so we try to make it easy it, it can be confusing it confuses me at times but the easiest thing they can do is go to bassmaster.com click on the high school tab and we kind we try to walk you through it as best as we can but the the first thing you got to do is want to have an interest in, in fishing and uh you know that's the that's usually the 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 step that gets them to uh to our page but um for for the nation i mean you know, well, i'll have a kid email me hey i go to this high school i'm interested in starting a club now my first question back is what state do you live in and uh we'll use tennessee as the example and so they'll say tennessee i'll be like okay Well, then I'll reply back. I'll say I've copied the youth director, David Lowry, and uh, David can jump in there. We go through, you know, here's what you have to do to be a national member um, to start your team, et cetera. And then David jumps in there and says, here's what we have going on in the state of Tennessee. Uh, All these tournaments, all these different uh, functions you can attend and uh, and uh, get you off and running it's very easy there's a small membership fee you pay is 20 bucks a person um that's discounted uh from what an adult would pay and uh, and uh, really the the one thing that is tough in fishing is you have to have either have a have a boat have access to a boat or have your partner who has a boat to fish now it doesn't have to be the the biggest nitro skeeter whatever it is on the water it can be a 16 foot bass boat from 1972 it's got to be Sixteen feet in length, and it'll get you out on the water. You know, so that that's yeah. what we try I've to always, do there. But uh,
0: I've always said, you know, if your neighbor has a boat, there's no needing me on that
2: boat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, just chip in a little gas, that's boat. that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: Hey, and it's cheap right now. <laughs> yeah. So, well,
2: and the other thing too, Jason, is you know if if they contact straight to him and they don't get a hold of me, he'll plug me in. And then I've gone to plenty schools to their family meetings in the evening or whatever Mm -hmm. and giving them the details because when I started Grundy's team we were, you know, it was still in its infancy and the the other organization wasn't, they didn't get, Hank jumped in where in 2015 I, I started a contracted trail with them to where we signed a contract to follow their guidelines and do and then we 2015, 2016 we had those trails in the spring. Before that we had no opportunity to be to do more elaborate things, mm-hmm. so we had to come up with our own. So in the very beginning, in 2011, it was myself at Grundy County, it Coach Durlach at Ray County, Coach Sims at White County. We were like trade off. Well, I'll host one at Center Hill, and I'll get some trophies and some stuff. And yeah. well, and Durlach would be like, well, I'll host it at, at Chickamauga at Dayton, and I'd be like, I'd host it at Nickajack, and, and we did that with each other to get them opportunity. To fish more because we didn't just want to wait for the state championship to show up once a year. Sure. And then Hank and them jump in and give us the chance to do contracted trails that had to be at least four tournaments. So we did. We had pretty big trails those two springs before he drafted me to be state director. And uh, you know it it, it there. It's easy now because all they do, got to do is get their team going, yeah. and we'll show them how. They don't have to worry about creating tournaments. we got enough tournaments to <laughs> choke them to death. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, that's, this has been great. Let's wrap it up, and let's tell folks how to you – know, Bassmaster.com. It's where you can start is there a website or something in Tennessee that you could hit
2: you a lot of what we put out with with Tennessee it's on our Facebook page which is facebook.com slash TBN youth okay the majority info that gets out we also have another page too uh, but that you can get all plugged in from there and keep up with the most current information at, at the TBN youth cool. uh, and you know if you want to start a school team get a hold of me uh... You know, I can come out and visit. We'll we'll plan it out. I mean, this job's got me traveling in lots of different parts of the state, yeah. so I can maybe coordinate it with doing an event for sure. for work. Yeah, and uh, and go out and visit. You know, Hank is a busy guy. And he has to take a whole lot of <laughs> phone calls. So I try – all the state directors try to take as many off of him as possible. Yeah. But Hank's available. And he. you send messages, Hank, John Stewart, the people at the Bass Nation will go out of their way to help you. It's a fa- I feel like a member of that family. And I, I was at the Classic in March, mm-hmm. you know, kind of helped and volunteered and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And got to go to the Toast of Champions, you know, after – uh, Hank Cherry won it. So I'm in the room where they're toasting champagne and, and I felt like I was exactly one of them even though I'm not a Bassmaster employee. That's how they make you feel. Awesome. So it's, it's a great group to be involved with. I am Bass and Bass Nation till I die. Mm-hmm. I'm all about, I mean I, I used to get the magazine when I was little and loved watching Harry and, Char- or reading Harry and Charlie and all that cool stuff. <laughs> so I am so proud to be involved with this and I'm so thankful that hank's there because again hank and i have become very good friends as well as all this work that's yeah. great awesome well hank i want to say thanks to you for
1: coming on and, and fighting the internet connections and uh it's been a uh, great to have you on and we'll do it again sometime
3: yeah i'm happy to be there and i just noticed david's talked about hank and he's been talking about three different people through this whole interview you know? <laughs> <laughs> a lot of hanks there might be life. some confusion there but no i appreciate it guys thanks for all the work you're doing there in tennessee and uh, Keep up the good work. Remember out there, take a kid fishing, because it
1: could change their life forever. Hey, I couldn't say that better myself. Yeah, that's a good wrap-up. Everybody, thanks for tuning in. This is Tennessee Wildcast, and we'll see you next time.
0: Thanks for tuning in. Stay connected with TWRA by visiting our website at tnwildlife.org. And follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Hey, it's all about Tennessee wildlife. It's what we do. Tennessee Wildcats will be on the air again next week. We'll see you then.